This is Wake and Bake with Reverend Kim. Gather around, folks. Let me read you a story. A story that's been told in many ways throughout the ages, but this particular version comes from Hindu teachings. It's about judgment, or rather, non-judgment. Here it is. Long ago, there lived an old man in a village. He was very poor, but even kings were jealous of him because he had an exceptionally beautiful white horse. Many kings offered fabulous prices for the horse, but the man would say, This horse is more like a family member to me. How can you sell a member of the family? The man was poor, but he never sold the horse. One morning, he found that the horse was not in the stable. Upon hearing the news, all the villagers gathered outside the old man's house and started saying angry words to him, like, you foolish old man. We knew that someday the prized horse would be stolen. It would have been better if you had sold it. What a misfortune. The old man said, don't go so far as to say that. Simply say that the horse is not in the stable. That is a fact. Anything else is an opinion. Whether it is a misfortune or a blessing, I do not know, because this is just a portion of the complete picture. Who knows what is going to follow next? People laughed at the old man. They had always thought that he was a little crazy. But after 15 days, suddenly, one night, the horse returned. It had not been stolen, but had just escaped for a while into the woods. Not only did it come back, but it also brought a dozen other beautiful wild horses with him. Upon hearing this, again, the people of the village gathered outside the old man's house and started praising him. Old man, you were right. This was not a misfortune. It has, in fact, proved to be a blessing. The old man said, again, you're going too far. Just say that the horse is back. Who knows whether it is a blessing or not? It is only part of the complete picture. How can you judge a whole book by only reading one sentence from it? This time the people could not say much, but they were quite sure that the old man was wrong not to be dancing with joy. Twelve beautiful horses had come to him, along with this legendary horse, without any effort. Now the old man had a son, who started training the wild horses. However, only a week later, the son fell from one of the horses and broke his legs. Upon hearing this, the people again gathered outside the old man's house, and again they judged. They said, "'Again, you were proved right, you wise old man.' The coming of twelve horses was nothing but a great misfortune. Your only son has lost his legs, and now in your old age, since he was your only support, you have no one to take care of you. Oh, this has left you poorer than ever. The old man said to them, You are obsessed with judgment. There is no need to go that far. Say only that my son has broken his legs. Nobody knows whether this is a misfortune or a blessing. Life comes in portions, and the entire picture is never given to us. After a few weeks, their country went to war, and all the young men of the village were forcibly enrolled into the military. Only the old man's son was left behind, as he was crippled. The whole village was crying and weeping because it was losing a fight. They were sure that most of the young men of the village would never come back. They came to the old man and said to him, "'You were right again, old man. Your son's accident has indeed proved to be a blessing. Maybe your son is crippled, but he's still with you. Our sons are gone forever.' The old man said again, you go on judging and judging, but nobody knows. Only say that your sons have been forced to enter into the army, and my son has not been forced. But only God knows whether it's a blessing or a misfortune. Unless you know the whole story, how can you judge? You read one page of a book, how can you judge the whole book? You read a sentence in a page, how can you judge the whole page? You read a single word in a sentence. How can you judge the whole sentence? A fragment, 
and you have judged the whole. Don't say that this is a blessing or a misfortune. Nobody knows. Practicing non-judgment is one of the most important spiritual teachings. It teaches us to rise beyond our own programming and egoic wants and fears. It teaches us to stay present and curious, my most favorite energy to be in. It teaches humility and reminds you that you're one wave in the ocean, one thread in the tapestry, and that there's always, always a bigger picture, a broader perspective that you're not privy to. Our own little minds can't even begin to fathom the plan of the universe, the Almighty's will, the divine plan. Who do we think we are to know better than God? Who do we think we are to know what's best for another or even best for ourselves? You only know what you know. Our blind spots are very real and vast. How many times have you begged, pleaded, and prayed for something, wanted it so badly you were convinced that you'd die without it, never got it, and not only survived, but maybe even counted your lucky stars that it didn't go down that way after some time or space or growth or new development, right? Like Garth Brooks' song, remember that one? Unanswered prayers? We all know it. We can all look back somewhere and go, oh, thank God, thank God I dodged that one, right? And beyond that, into everyday judgments. We never actually know if something's good or bad. It's our conditioning and our egoic minds that deem it one way or another. But the truth is, we really just don't know. I'm reminded of this all the time, and I bow to it deeply. I almost kind of like getting caught in it, caught in my judginess of things, because when I come out on the other side of it, out of my reactionary response and surrender to what is, I appreciate it even more. I bow. I really do with this huge dose of like well-played universe, laughing at my stubborn human, thinking that she knows best, putting her back in her place in surrender and faith. Sometimes the biggest blessings come in the most horrendous disguise. You really just never know. But have a look. Look for the silver linings. Look for all the places where you can soften and surrender into what is and allow it to be instead of clinging to your own judgments, expectations, desires. We must accept what is as it is and not cling to our ideas of how things should be. Clinging creates suffering. But remember that it took suffering to awaken the Buddha was his suffering really a bad thing then? Or did it turn out to be a huge gift for humanity for centuries to come? So don't even judge that. Don't even judge your suffering. Because we really don't know. But letting go of the presumption that you do is liberation. And that's where it's at. Let's light it up with Reverend Kim. <laughs>